good day and welcome to The Big Issue. Last week, we took a look at how Europe's top football leagues have worked to conclude the 2019-2020 season and what the PSL can learn from this. Recently, we finally got word from the PSL and Safa as to how they plan to deal with the situation moving forward, which is great news. Unfortunately, this week, we also got some bad news regarding an Orlando Pirates player, which throws a bit of a spanner in the works. Last week, we covered how France and Germany in particular have addressed the matter of COVID-19 and how it impacts their leagues, with each taking a drastically different approach. We have updates for both. The Bundesliga is still on, the schedule is out, and the path forward is clear. Meanwhile, in France, where they've decided to end the season prematurely, further complications have arisen. In today's big issue, we ask the question again, how can the PSL find a solution? This is part two. I'm your host, Slu Paho, and this is Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio. Let's start right here at home. This week, a joint liaison committee formed by Safa and the PSL had a meeting in Johannesburg. It was the first time that they had met since the lockdown started and was a crucial step forward in the decision-making process. You see, for weeks, we've been arguing, do we hand Kaiser Chiefs the trophy? Do we cancel the season and crown no champion? Or do we do anything possible to conclude the season? And it's easy to forget in the public discourse that all we can do is speculate. There are people whose job it is to make the final decision, and it's important to note that this week's meeting was the first step in that process. They met with the goal of looking at the possibility of when it is ideal to start the National Soccer League matches again. The proposal focused on health issues and a date. When is it safe to resume the games? They've decided to put together a six-man task force consisting of the following individuals who I feel it's important to single out. Advocate Debo Homotlante, who is the new acting CEO of the South African Football Association. The 39-year-old has taken over from his acting predecessor, Gay Mukwena, who was asked to leave the position on April 15th by Safa President Danny Jordan. He's joined by the PSL's acting CEO and Golden Arrows chairperson, Mato Mazala. Dr. Tulanin Gwenya, who is Safa's chief medical officer and also someone who is aware of the dangers of playing behind closed doors. We're sure he'll be paying close attention to this weekend's Bundesliga activity. They've also appointed Dr. Levasen Pillay, who is a well-known sports physician and former head of Bidvestvit's medical department, which is a position that he held for nine years. They're joined by Pubalin Govindasamy, who is a member of the Safa National Executive Committee and former Bidvestvit CEO and PSL Executive Committee member Jose Ferreira. The task team have been given a maximum of 14 days to complete a document and report back to the Joint Liaison Committee. This must be done before the 26th of May, essentially. According to reports, the PSL is pushing for a return as soon as possible as they are on a deadline and teams are struggling to pay players. The situation grows more dire every week. Safa, on the other hand, holds a firm belief that football can only feasibly return at a much later date. In fact, Safa president Danny Jordan has actually spoken about his worry that fans will gather outside the stadiums or in shabins and taverns in townships and lower income communities across the country to watch these games which would heighten the risk of exposure to the virus. 
overall, the good news is that for the first time since the pandemic has started, the two footballing bodies are officially working together towards a solution. The PSL has until July 31st to conclude the league campaigns of the ABSA Premiership and the GLAD Africa Championship. That leaves us in a very similar boat as the English Premier League and the Spanish La Liga. We do, however, have one more problem that arose this week. Orlando Pirates star Ben Mutuari has tested positive for COVID-19, becoming the first PSL star known to have the virus. It's an unfortunate case as Mutuari may have contracted the virus while doing basic shopping rounds as he was adhering to the various safety protocols issued by the South African government as far as we know. It's still not a train smash though, it's better that we know. For example, there are 10 cases of COVID in the German leagues and they'll be in action very, very soon. Just an update with regards to the Bundesliga, by the way, for those interested in how they plan to bring the league back safely, strict health regulations mean all games will be played in empty stadiums with only some 300 essential staff and officials in and around the arenas. Players have been told not to spit, celebrate in groups, or touch hands with teammates, while some clubs will use music and cardboard cutouts of fans to enhance the atmosphere at matches. An interesting fact here is Bayern CEO Karl-Heinz Rummenig is quoted in Sport Built magazine saying, With the Bundesliga as the only league to broadcast on TV, I expect we will have an audience of a billion. End quote. Even in Brazil, media coverage has switched from domestic football stories to what TV viewers can expect to see when Borussia Dortmund meets Schalke. In South Africa, unfortunately, Supersport and the SABC don't yet have rights to broadcast matches just yet, but I'm sure that won't stop fans from finding a way to tune in somehow. Wink, wink. Another update with regards to the French League 1, which we covered last week, is Amiens, a team that you may recognize as Bongani Zungu's team, has started a legal case after their French League 1 relegation. They feel as though the relegation was unjust. You'll remember last month, PSG were awarded the title and Amiens and Toulouse were relegated after the French government cancelled the 2019-20 sporting season. Amiens were 19th in the table, 4 points behind Nimes and 10 points ahead of Toulouse with 10 games to play. The club president, Bernard Joannin, said that they would fight the unfair decision. He said in a news conference, we find that this decision goes against sporting fairness. The decision is a punishment from the league. It is unjust. That's just some insight into what would happen if you were to say hand Kaiser Chiefs the trophy. We know in the PSL as well, there is a very, very tight relegation race. And it's almost impossible to imagine a situation in which we just decide who gets relegated. The situation is so tight. It's down to points. Looking at the English Premier League, the Premier League could resume behind closed doors from June 1st after the United Kingdom government set out a roadmap to emerge from the coronavirus lockdown measures this past Monday. The 50-page document titled Our Plan to Rebuild, colon, the UK government's COVID-19 recovery strategy includes permitting cultural and sporting events to take place behind closed doors for broadcast while avoiding the risk of large-scale social contact. Now, no formal announcement has been made by the Premier League, but we do know that restriction measures for training are set in place. But teams have yet to agree on the concept of neutral venues, hoping to still play the matches in their usual stadium. 
Another update here is that the Premier League clubs have been told that they could have to repay an estimated £340 million to domestic and international broadcasters even if the season does resume behind closed doors. Elsewhere, Spanish football is set to return with the Seville derby on the 12th of June. If all goes to plan, La Liga will be completed by the end of July with games being played every day for six weeks behind closed doors and the title, European places and relegation slots will be decided. Five players have tested positive for COVID-19, with the president of La Liga, Javier Tebas, describing the risk during games as virtually non-existent. Tebas is quite set in his ways here, and the slogan they've chosen, to return is to win, suggests that they will return despite the growing concern in the country regarding the virus. Despite the return, the league still estimates that clubs will lose a combined 300 million euros, or just under 6 billion rand in lost revenue due to the disruption. La Liga president Javier Tebas has been quite vocal on this issue and he has also commented on a topic that we've covered here on The Big Issue, which is player salary cuts and player values. He is of the opinion that Spanish soccer clubs have no option but to face up to reducing player salaries next season due to the financial impact of the coronavirus pandemic. He's also quoted as saying, clubs now have squads that will exceed the salary limit for next season and teams are going to have to look far more towards youth football and their academies because transfers that exceed that limit will not be allowed. It's impossible. I don't think there will be many transfers next season in Spain or anywhere else. The current situation will not allow that. Teams will either have to reduce footballers' salaries or sign fewer or cheaper players. End quote. So, looking back home, we're still in a very awkward place in terms of the PSL's return. As we discussed last week, the situation is likely to worsen in our country due to weather conditions getting colder and the virus spreading to lower income areas. We're well past 10,000 cases now and the reality has set in, but we have to get back to work eventually. And I must say kudos to the PSL and SAFA for reaching their agreement and putting together a well-balanced force, one that appears to cover both the business and health aspects of any potential return for our league. We'll likely only see live football in South Africa in mid-June at the absolute earliest, so there is some hope. As always, we have to keep doing what we've been doing. If Germany gets it right, then we have even more hope. It is worrying seeing PSL clubs like Amazulu and Cape Town City struggling to pay players and staff. We've seen where that leads. Just recently, Chinese Super League team Tianjin Tianin folded, burdened with substantial debts in the region of $145 million. The club was eventually offered to investors for free, but it attracted no interest. They've now left the Chinese Super League. We pray this doesn't happen to any team in South Africa. The financial strain is only going to get worse, but hopefully there is enough investment to keep them afloat. For now, that's all we know. And we wait for the news to inform us further and we speculate as any good football fan does. But that is how we wrap up the big issue for today. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all of the latest news. And you can always subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. And you'll get notifications for every new show. From myself, your host, Slu Paho, and my editor, Aiden Hewitt, have a fantastic day. Soccer Duma Radio.